listening to Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Hello, guys, and welcome to episode number 17 of the Infinity Podcast, the reawakening of the Infinity Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yo, we're the Earth's Mightiest Heroes. My name is Law. I'm here with Tyler in Hi. LA, and then we got our boys back in San Jose, Mike and Andrew. Say hello, y'all. Hello, y'all. Hello, y'all. <laughs> hello, y'all. Guys, thank you so much for for listening and, and watching the stuff on YouTube. We know we've been MIA, um, but there's good reason for it. We've been really busy trying to restructure EMZ and bring you the best possible content. Just so you guys know, we are no longer going to be releasing our Infinity Podcast every other Wednesday. It's going to be every other Friday. Uh, today is kind of just to get us back on track to let you guys know that we're still alive and to do a quick roundup of some of the things that we've seen in the last month or so. Because we miss so much. We miss so much. Well, we missed you most of all. And that's that's what's important. For those of you who are familiar with the podcast, we usually structure it after Thanos' Infinity Gauntlet. But because this is a special episode and because we're trying to restructure, um, we're going to skip that format altogether. We want to cover some of the things that we missed in the last month. And the first thing that I think we need to discuss is Batman versus Superman. Now, Mike, Tyler, and I have seen it. Um... I've only seen it once. I think we've all only seen it once. Andrew, you have yet to see it. That's correct, right? I don't think you could pay me to see it twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I was out of town gotcha. when it came out, and when I got back, everybody just seemed so sad and withered away from the experience that I decided <laughs> not to go waste my time. <laughs> well, I mean, something that we need to talk about is the fact that this movie, from basically release weekend up into the next weekend, dropped 80% in terms of mm-hmm. people coming to see it, and that's... That's a huge drop for for any movie, for any studio. Oh, that, yeah. that is abysmal. Um, so keeping that in mind, we're going to talk about what we thought of the movie. Um, now, overall, I think our consensus was that it, there were aspects that were interesting, but overall, I don't think any of us like loved no. Batman vs. Superman. Um, let's talk about it. Tyler, what did you think? Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised that the parts that were good were actually something that I really enjoyed. And there was a lot to it that I wish, uh, like I wish would have been two separate movies or at least like one movie with one focus Mm -hmm. and like the other one being more background because it's like right when you started getting the momentum of like, like Superman's story and you started getting really invested, they would cut it completely and go right to Batman right after. And it'd be like a pointless Batman scene then going to a pointless Superman scene then going to a like important Batman scene like it was just like I wish that they would have structured it to where like there was a lot from both sides that we didn't need that was just put Mm -hmm. in there to try to make it like to try to even the like playing field in terms of time on screen yeah oh okay and like the thing that Marvel does well is that Marvel if you like they even have like scientific breakdowns of like how much screen time each person gets yeah and like it never feels like they're thinking they're thinking about that. It just seems like it's all happening cohesively. While like Batman versus Superman, it seemed like they were like, okay, wait, we've been on Superman for like 15 minutes. We need to go to Batman now. Well, that was like one of my things was the editing. Mike, I remember yeah. we we very briefly talked about it. Like the editing was kind of just all over the place. Yeah, the pacing was crazy. The pacing was dumb. Mike, initial reaction coming out of the theater. I know you texted us <laughs> with with some choice words, but having had some time to think on it what would you say about this movie well my initial thought was why did they have uh the intern edit the whole movie because it is seriously (laughs) it's some of the worst editing i've ever seen in a movie there's there's a build-up there's like there's one scene in particular where it's like building up to this huge event 
building, 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 building for like 10 minutes, and then you get to the moment, and it goes to Superman. That's called edging. No, 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 no. This is no. It, just, it literally just stops. Like it's like it's like somebody's in the middle of a sentence. They stop, and it goes to a pointless, unrelated scene, and it stays yeah. there. Jesus Christ. And then there's it's just like all over the place. The the opening credits was actually the Watchmen opening credits. <laughs> <laughs> literally exactly the same. But it was it was so fucking it was so Zack Snyder. It was yeah. just like it was so hard to get into the movie because it was just so harshly edited and just so all over mm. the place. And it's just and were, the tones were so crazy too. Well, okay, it's just here's the thing. It's like there was about seven storylines in this movie. And there only needed to be, like, three. If that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had such a great premise for a movie. So, like, they, they set the movie up at the beginning. The editing was horrible. But I was in because the motivation for why Batman and, Vers- Batman and Superman would be fighting at the beginning is there. And then they, yeah. and then they, they do not touch it. Literally, Batman and Superman don't even talk. There's like four words spoken to one another before their main fight. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. None. So it's like Something- it's like here's here's this great storyline that they have, and they just it, mm-hmm. if I feel like they threw it away, and it just it works. It it would have worked more if this movie came later, when we actually care about these characters. We know these yes. characters definitely. Batman, Batman, I love. Yeah, Batman. no, no, like. There are a lot of positive things. Like, mm-hmm. Batman, Batman... Yeah, there is definitely... Batman, Batman did a was really good. great job. Like, he, he was he was probably mm-hmm. the most comic book-oriented Batman that we've ever seen on screen. Mm-hmm. And, it was it, like, the action was great. There was some awkward choreography, um, and there was a lot of explosions and murder. <laughs> Straight-up murder. Like, I don't care what you say, he was killing people. Um, but, like... Overall, he was really dope. Alfred Definitely. was really dope. Alfred was the, all so the good. Batman action was really really good. Wonder Woman was fantastic. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, Alfred and Wonder Woman were my favorite but, parts of the but whole. But Wonder movie. Woman was only good as Wonder Woman. Yeah, when she was just Diana, mm-hmm. she was boring as fuck. She, there was no motivation for her. There was like, no point in her being there. She was just a Andrew. There's an emailing woman. scene. There's an emailing scene oh, that yeah. you are going to flip out over. <laughs> You're going to be so angry about it. I can't wait to hear you. Did you say an emailing? Yeah. Email, there's like, a, literally yeah. reading it's an exactly email. What you it's think. exactly what you think. They're just like on Google Chat, and it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. But here, what here's the fuck? <laughs> so wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. There is is her literally sitting at a computer reading an email. Reading no, it's Batman emails. in the Batcave yes. reading an email. <laughs> oh no, it is her reading an email. That's right. No, they're dressed, they're, no, they're dressed as yeah. Batman. Oh. Here's okay. So. Oh, I rewatched. What the fuck? There's ba- the Dark Knight. Re- uh, the Dark Knight Returns. I, there's a cartoon based on the graphic novel, and I I watched yes. the the final sequence between Batman and Superman fighting, and in that animated yes. seven minute clip, there was more heart and weight <laughs> in that conversation than all of the fucking Batman vs Superman movie because they were able to establish a really great rich history between the two characters mm-hmm. in a couple of lines of dialogue. The issue is... That movie is phenomenal. Yeah, no, it is fucking so, did the, you guys, one of the best graphic novels of all time. And yeah. Did you guys think that the movie relied too much on what fans already know about Batman I w- and Superman to kind of create that I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even say that because the, the fucking... The movie yeah. itself, Batman vs. Superman, 
I hate that they didn't know a goddamn thing about each other. Yeah. I hate that 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 this battle was their first meeting because what whole, what makes Batman versus Superman in the comics such an iconic thing is that it's these two giant titans of the of the DC world. You know, you have Batman who is essentially right. the the most resourceful man alive and he's basically, you know, got the power of time and money. And then you have a god and like just the the moral the moral ground is like they both walk this weird gray line between you know like what is justice and what's not but in this movie you don't get that rich history you You don't just get that they're like oh it just becomes it like it feels like a dick measuring contest even though it's like it totally was it's supposed to be about the justice aspect of it yeah like they hint on the justice aspect of it all the time but like yeah let's be real it's a dick measuring contest you you mentioned justice i Hmm. think this movie would be better received i would have liked it better if it wasn't called batman versus superman dawn of justice just dawn of justice if they just called it dawn of justice it would have made a whole lot more sense because basically what this movie was was dc saying we need to catch up Mm. in the in most like real way possible to the marvel cinematic universe let's put everything we can in this movie exactly and there was fucking reports that we wrote down in the um in in the podcast oh, yeah. was that Zack Snyder says that Riddler and the Joker were mm-hmm. cut from Batman versus Superman. So was Barbara Gordon or whatever Jenna Malone's character yeah. was, which makes you wonder how much more convoluted did this story really get? Because right. it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I mean, let's like, we, we've talked about like the story, but some major negative highlights for me, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, he was a really interesting character. Yeah. But he didn't had no place being Lex mm-hmm. Luthor. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I he like everyone always says he would have been a better like he to me when I was watching it I was like dude I'm just watching the Riddler dress up as Lex Luthor. Yeah, like the internal struggle like struggle the Strugger. internal struggle and like the conflict that he had within himself and like the whole like relationship with his dad which I thought wasn't touched on enough. Yeah. Um, just from like a character aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, with all of that going on, like he just felt like I was watching like the Riddler. Yeah. And it that's not what I want from Lex Luthor. Like even Lex Luthor's son, like I would have liked to have seen like an actual like Lex Luthor knockoff almost with the history of being Lex Luthor's son and having that relationship with his dad who was obsessed with stopping Superman. See, that would have been cool. Yeah. And that, like right. at this point with the storyline and how it's lined up, like Lex Luthor Sr. wouldn't even have really known what Superman was. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was just, like, it, there, all of the history between, like, the Lex Luthor character and Superman was completely gone. Yeah. And, in fact, it seemed like Lex Luthor was more interested in Batman than he was Superman. Yeah. There, there was a lot of... That that character's... Mo- no, no, no. Most characters' motivation in this Yeah, film, it was so it skewed. It was just never clear. There was way too much Lois Lane. I don't know. Mike mm-hmm. will... Well, here's the thing. There was too much Lois Lane, and it was too much Lois Lane being a damsel in distress. Like she's so dumb. She was not act like she was not active at all in anything other than putting herself in danger's way and not being able to get out of it, which I think is so fucked up because she was so good in the first one. I'm so excited for Andrew to watch this movie and just like watch the text thread blow up with like disappointment. (laughs) Like it's so dumb. That's like right. I'll go. I'll go see it at the cheap theater in like the morning. Andrew, when I had texted in the group chat and said I'm about to walk out, that's what was happening. <laughs> yeah, it's it was bad. No, literally, t- Tyler was texting during the yep. movie about how bad the movie <laughs> yeah. was, which 
told me that it was just not. It just sucks because like I wouldn't even go as far as saying it was a bad movie. It was just like I already went into it with really low expectations, but I was disappointed in a completely different way in the fact that like so much of it could have made a really great Superman movie with mm-hmm. Batman being introduced, mm-hmm. but instead they tried to make it a Batman movie with Superman in the background, and like then somewhere along the lines they just were like fuck it like we're already too far behind let's just cut like each scene into mm-hmm. each other and just try to do a back and forth you know i absolutely think it was a batman movie yeah oh like, it's 100% it batman was like written movie. as a he's batman the only movie. person that had any kind of like solid real motivation yeah. throughout the entire thing like superman's character was like it wasn't even superman like clark kent was just constantly like well we've got to stop the bat but like superman or batman was just like hey i've got yeah. all of these things that are driving me towards this what about you, Mike? Any other call-outs from this movie that you love so much? <laughs> well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna describe a scene. Okay, good. Um, I love when you do this. Yes. <laughs> New so, segment. <laughs> so, so here we have we have uh, Batman, right? Suiting up, going out to find a MacGuffin that I won't spoil for Andrew, but there's a a slight MacGuffin. <laughs> He's going to search for this thing. And so here he is, he goes with the the Batwing, I guess, um, and we see him go and just murder these people. Constantly he's murdering people yeah. through this scene. Running people over, fucking exploding the end of a truck <laughs> filled with people. Okay, then... Superman shows up out of nowhere. This is, he's, he is, Batman is killing bad guys. There's tons of bad guys here, right? Yep. Superman comes and stops Batman's car. And this is the scene you've seen in the trailers where he asks him if he bleeds, right? True bleed. He will. And he will, apparently. I think they should have used that scene in like a Tampax commercial. And, oh my god. So, so here's, here's Batman... They're, they're staring each other down. They say their things. Superman flies off, right? There is hundreds of bad guys around the corner. Why the fuck is this superhero stopping another superhero from, from capturing the these guys. fucking bad guys, stopping bad guys, and then just fucking fly away? Oh, man. It was, it, it it's absurd. What the fuck? Yeah, it it, ha- it happens, and you're just you're just like, wait, there's still work to do, and now you don't have th- your still- car, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like this I understand. I understand like Superman seeing. Well, okay, <laughs> I would understand Superman seeing Batman killing people, yeah. and stopping him from killing people, <laughs> but not well, but not it. then no. flying off. But then I. As I was saying that, I realized in the first fucking scene of the movie, Superman blasts some fucking poor guy through like seven walls. Oh, that he... motherfucker is dead. Yeah. Right? He is so dead. There is no fucking like, there is no world Their bones where, like, are where like somebody can be like, yeah. oh no, he's, he'll be fine. Like, he'll, yeah. you know, he's fine. Here, here's, here's the thing though. I will say Zack Snyder is like... The next generation, like Michael Bay. Oh, 100%. Because that's exactly what I everything call Everything looks oh, it's gorgeous. fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Everything looks Absolutely beautiful. gorgeous. And, like, 
the the action was sure. like I said straight out of the comics, right? It was, it's it's something that we haven't seen before. But then there was just some weird was sequences, the, um, like yeah. like the nightmare was, sequence, was and it, a lot of weird like story choices and a lot of weird dialogue. Like the yeah. dialogue was fucking terrible. That's one thing I have to call out. Like the dialogue was so bad, and like the Barbara Hershey like senator character. No, literally no. every line that she has in the movie is like some weird fucking like old school oh, it was like weird. oh no oh, piss in a jar and tell me it's grandma's I, peach tea I know how to wrestle a pig yeah like it's every like, time she fucking spoke it was something weird like that and I just yeah. didn't fucking get that at all Andrew you're saying something yeah I was going to ask um, was the CGI that looked terrible in the trailer fixed in nope. the movie i don't think it was no. fixed but like it, it was less noticeable it was less there noticeable. was way more to like focus on being bad <laughs> no here's the thing because you see this giant monster man and they're like you know what our cg is not very good what should we do let's add lightning everywhere and yeah give, give the audience a seizure <laughs> let's just make everything red <laughs> that sequence would have been fucking rad had there not been like yeah like i felt like i was in a rave you well know, and like that's... you know what would have made that sequence better if it wasn't in the <laughs> it, it really served no purpose. Well, it, and that's another thing, too, that I, I, I kind of highlight in the article that I'm writing about it. Like, the thing, that, the difference between, like, where Zack Snyder is and where he's taking this franchise and why it's tanking so hard right now, especially with critics, is, like, if you look at the Flash TV show, which is, like, one of the more successful DC franchises right now yeah. in terms of their whole, like, layout, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're, they're, it's always controlled destruction, like, whenever Barry Allen, like, goes into Flash mode, like, it's subtle. But, like, in this movie, you see Flash for, like, two seconds on a fucking security cam video. Yeah. And he makes, like, just a quick little jolt to ten feet away from him, and, like, the entire store looks like it explodes. Yeah, like, it straight up just looks like the entire thing is filled with lightning and destruction. Yeah. When all he's doing is just moving ten feet to stop a guy with, like, a bank robber. Yeah, no, there's... there's, The Flash is in the movie, too? Surprise! For, like, an Aquaman... (laughs) Jesus Christ. Like, and that's the thing about it is like, here you have like this thing that could be so subtle and be so cool, but then it's just like, what's the, like, why does Zack Snyder have to like literally destroy Mm -hmm. the entire set that he's working on? Like destroy the entire world that he's working in. (sighs) I don't know. Uh, Let's wrap it up because I think the general consensus is for me, I think as a comic book fan, you need to go watch this movie. Oh, yeah. I think it's just like, it's one of those iconic things that you need to see happen, whether or not you love it you or hate it. You need to see it, it to form your actual opinion and yeah. not just the opinion of others. Yeah, just because, like, I know people who love this movie. Like, they were diehard about it. They've seen it multiple times and they've analyzed certain sequences that maybe weren't clear to me before. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. But for me, like, I've seen it once. I think I'm good. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I will probably revisit it at another time just to, to give it another shot. So for my opinion, it's go watch it, but just keep your expectations pretty low because it's not the Batman versus Superman movie that we deserve. I'll watch the director's cut for like the, the twelve hours that the it is. The fucking rated R one yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's gonna be like when you sit down and you watch all of the Lord of the Rings back to back or like all the Harry Potters back to back. That's it's, gonna be the one movie. It's that's just the gonna be more cut. Batman breaking more necks. Yeah. And like just Joker like, coming in and be like, Hey guys and I'm not gonna kill you because I'm just gonna hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What is your general consensus? What, what leaving people who have not seen it what would you what would you say i would wait till it's out on blu-ray to watch it Mm -hmm. i i felt like i wasted a couple hours of my life when i went and saw it in the theaters like Mm. there's definitely some really cool sequences i think that the best batman action scene 
on film ever. That is in warehouse this movie. scene, man. Fuck the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was killer. I think I think I think that is awesome. I just I don't feel like it's a a like worthwhile investment because it's it's almost three hours long. I was gonna say I would so wait till on demand if anything. <laughs> you know what, Mike? I disagree yeah, I with mean, your opinion and I'm gonna fight you. Oh wait, we have the same mother's name, so yeah. <laughs> I take it back. We're cool now. Why do you know that um, name? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and, and I'll say this: as much as I didn't like this movie, I am still very excited for a few of the upcoming movies. Yeah, like I, it. It did not. It did not do a good job of setting up the universe. Yeah, but. I'm still excited to see some of these other characters, mainly because Zack Snyder will not be directing them. Absolutely. James, James Wan and... Aquaman. James Wan's Aquaman, I that, could not be more excited that for. That I'm really excited for because I saw Wonder Woman. I'm really excited for her movie, yeah, her standalone. She's a little mm-hmm. dry as Diana, but like but that's the way they portrayed Wonder Woman, though, yeah. as a warrior... Badass. Fucking tight. Yeah, that was easily that and like I said, Highlight. that and Alfred were by far my favorite parts of the like, movie. Like immediately I was like Wonder Woman's Bay. Yeah. Like oh, full on bay. She was super Always cool. Bay. Yeah. So yep. so Andrew, good luck, buddy. <laughs> yep, thanks. Well let, let's talk about a movie that you guys got to see. Um Tyler's gonna be seeing it either today or tomorrow, but Hardcore Henry just dropped. We have a YouTube review out there from uh, Mike and Andrew. Um for those of you who don't know it's a ba- it's basically a video game. <laughs> it's like a two hour long video game, live action video game, shot in uh, POV. Um, and you guys saw it, you loved it, and you're calling it the n- possible next cult classic, which is fucking incredible. Tell us about it. Yeah, uh, we both loved it. I- I'm I'm calling it the next cult classic because especially now that the Rotten Tomato score has dramatically dropped oh, since uh, since we saw it. Which I definitely uh, expected. It's definitely not a movie for everybody. Okay. Yeah, and I would attribute some of that dropping score to snobbery a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, here, here's my thing about it, okay? it, The movie itself is very good. Mm-hmm. It is well done. It is well edited. It is well written. The story is fantastic, right? Going into this movie, I thought it was going to be garbage. Because I thought that they were going to rely solely on the gimmick of the POV. Right. Right? Now, here's where it gets tricky, and here's why I think the scores are dropping. It is a gimmick. No matter how fucking cool the movie is, it's still a gimmick. And I think people who are, you know, kind of hardcore cinephiles are like, oh, well, it's just a gimmick. It's not really a movie. Mm -hmm. But the story is actually really fucking sick. There are a couple of inconsistencies and things that I just thought were kind of weird and off. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's a few, like, lazy, like, like story point, like, like the way that the, like, the story moves ahead there, a few times, it's like, okay, this could have, you could have maybe thought of something else, but it feels very video gamey, so I yeah. understand why they made those decisions. Yeah, and I just, I can't remember the last time that I smiled that much at a fucking movie. Yeah. Like, the whole time I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, it's so much fun. It's like, it's it's like a really really weird sci-fi, just action extravaganza, and it is, it's so much fun. Like I was, I felt myself if I wasn't like just like, glued to the screen, I was looking at Andrew to see like his reaction on the <laughs> scene, because it was just like it, it was just so much fun. And like, if you if 
I'll say this about like the motion sickness because that's I feel like a lot of people are worried about. If you could handle the first Cloverfield, <laughs> I feel like this this has less shaky cam type stuff. Like this is all point of view, but it's it's not I, it didn't bother me. There's like was, two or three scenes that it was like I was like, uh maybe this is like they could have like fixed that a little bit better, yeah. but now, it really didn't do, bother does me. Does this movie take place in real time, or is it kind of just like it's still cut like a regular movie? It, it takes place pretty much in real time. Yeah, really? they wow. they do some really yeah they do some really cool cuts to like move like time forward. Yeah, and like they like do some like story things that that help that. Um, but yeah, everything. And I was like watching review or not reviews uh, interviews and stuff. Um, with the cast and like a lot of these shots that seem like they're one takes are one takes like there's there's some really 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 long cuts and um it's really cool it's a it's a fun movie i i think this is a movie i think everybody should see in the theater because you're gonna watch it when it's like on fx one day and you're gonna be like wow i wish i could have seen this in the theaters yeah it's a it's more of an experience for sure and something that i was kind of like wary about after seeing it is that people might think this is really cool and try to do it more often yeah. and I don't think that that should happen well, it's, like, it's, I think it it's definitely not the thing. only POV movie coming out because I definitely saw trailers for like a like a there's like a zombie apocalypse one coming out too yeah, pan- yeah. pandemic yeah, yeah and so like for, part of me was wondering like shit is this like the new like the new 3D in a sense you know you go to the theater for this gimmick and I I, I don't think that's going to happen just because I don't think POV is necessarily as universal as like a 3d mm-hmm. but yeah, I, yeah. I, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see what kind of like domino effect this movie has on you know upcoming stuff yeah well, it, it all it all depends how much money it makes it's True. definitely not sustainable though but i would be down to see a movie like this in 3d yeah. like if oh, they made the sequel cool. in 3d that'd be fucking sick yeah oh, but we'll see i hope i would be cool with there being a sequel to this franchise but i don't want to see a bunch of other franchises pop up i, I would yeah. like to see like POV action utilized in the same way as like Hardcore Henry, but like within better movies. You know, yeah. like like imagine Kingsman two. They've been kind of they've been like kind of intertwining POV, POV stuff into movies lately. Like yeah, I've no, been noticing that a lot it, more. It's lately. A, it's a more it's so much easier to do now. Yeah, it's like it's definitely a more. Um, I don't know. It's 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 like almost like an outdated mm-hmm. camera choice, but now it's like coming out more. It's just because it's so much more seamless. Yeah, like with all and the new cheaper. Camera. But like like uh, saying like Kingsman two. Can you imagine yeah, that like whole sucking yourself into Eggsy's mind and seeing him take out like? Well, could a you imagine the church? Yeah, the yeah, church exactly. scene POV. All that POV. Been so I would I would love that, and it, it would. But if that was like a time, bonus feature on the DVD, I'd be down for it. Yeah, because yeah. I was gonna say at the same time, the reason why that sh- that whole scene is so badass is because it's so beautifully like planned and placed yeah, like exactly it's so beautifully like shot and seeing the whole thing mm-hmm. as opposed to what he's seeing i take that back i would rather i would rather see the original yeah because it's just but so something beautiful, about like, hardcore, choreographed and yeah. seen, like sequenced the thing about hardcore henry is that a lot of the fight scenes are beautifully shot yeah, yeah. like it's fucking they didn't just like strap a camera to the guy and say, "Okay, now do this." I was gonna they, say, like, you really, really carefully thought it out. They they had to, you know, mm-hmm. like just because, especially it's, with POV really cameras, good. it's so it's so easy to fuck up yeah. and to to capture like the wrong parts of the frame, and so they they had to block it out perfectly. Well, even if you watch this guy's music videos, like the the sequences in those two music videos he did that are essentially the same exact thing, and the reason mm-hmm. why he got this movie were like 
were killer. Like yeah. they all looked really fucking cool, and they yeah. got, that's why they went viral. Yeah, I remember those videos, mm-hmm. and like it—that's basically what this movie was. I was just yeah. like, oh, it's like that fucking one Vimeo. It's video. the same dude. Yeah, yeah, that's how he got the movie. Um, yeah. Real quick though, I want to say something before we move on about the scores. Is obviously not seeing this movie yet. I it's all speculation, but like I I approach this movie kind of like how I approach um, shoot 'em up. Love how like movie. yeah how like a lot of people went into shoot 'em up and then came out like pissed off because the story was like like the writing was so like the dialogue was so on the nose and like mm-hmm. it was just a shoot 'em up movie and no one really expected that which is yeah. stupid because it's the fucking title of the movie yeah but like and, this like, movie's called hardcore Henry. yeah exactly that's my point is like you go into it like if you go into it expecting it to be a shoot 'em up movie then i feel like you're an idiot if you think that it's like if you yeah. have something bad to say like, yeah because the thing that's funny too is that like Hardcore Henry right now has a fifty-one percent on Metacritic, and mm. Shoot 'Em Up has a forty-nine. Yeah. So like they're in that same realm, and that just makes me think even more like it's just people who don't get it. Yeah, right? exactly, and that's why I'm like the reviews for these kinds of movies are mm. always so like grain of salt at a yeah. certain point, and that's why I was shocked when I was hearing more good than bad. Yeah. Cool. Um, Shoot 'Em Up is a perfect example. Yes. Shoot 'Em Up is like one of my favorite. Yeah. Just like so good. Sit down. So good. Popcorn. Yeah, I love that movie I named, so much. I and named that's my a, dog. That's after exactly. That. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what this movie's like. And like the the last thing I'll kind of say about this movie is like if you want some of the most unique and like fun action experiences that you really can have mm-hmm. at a theater, this is the movie. Yep. Nice. Plus, it's nice. really fucking funny. It's yeah, really. It, funny. it is hilarious. Charlotte Copley's character is one of my favorite on-screen characters in the last few years. It's one of the most things ever. Okay, and that that alone sells that, to right? Me. So we'll we'll have to definitely check it's out. It's so much fun. If he's in the same realm in Mike's world as Kylo Ren is, you know, it's a big deal. <laughs> oh shit! Seriously, that's that's for real, right there. Cool. Well, let's move on um, to just a little bit of Doctor Strange news, like. At, on the podcast, I don't think there's been an episode where we haven't expressed an interest or like an excitement for Doctor Strange. <laughs> Me especially. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, there's go- yes. there's about to be a trailer that's gonna drop, and uh, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, it may or may not have already. But right now, in this moment in time, what we have are amazing set photos mm-hmm. from what appears to be like a sorcerer final brawl kind of thing in in, uh. in New York. Um, <laughs> And we see, uh, sorry, Mads, Mads. Mads Mikkelsen's character with, like, his eyes are so fucked up. He's, like, mm-hmm. kind of scaly. And let's just say, Benedict Cumberbatch is the perfect Doctor Strange. Right? He looks he, the part so I can't believe intense. he went into a comic book store and, like, shopped for Doctor Strange comics as Doctor Strange. Ugh. Because your mind, that, the, the, your mind can't literally, ex- like, no, can, can't expand far wide enough to, 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 to grasp that, that concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but looking at these set photos, um, and just kind of all speculation right now, what do you think we're going to be seeing in the trailer? Like this is Marvel's first, like really mystical property. Mm-hmm. And we have yet to see them really deal with magic in, in like a very like per like serious light. But what can we speculate? There's something that I, I was reading. I, I was on a bunch of clickbait articles last weekend. And um, one of them that I was reading was why, like, this person explaining why he thinks Doctor Strange is going to be the one that, like, breaks Marvel. Mm-hmm. Because, and, like, I was reading it thinking, like, this guy's an idiot. And, like, obviously there's no way I believe that this movie's going to break Marvel. In fact, I think it's going to expand them to being much bigger. But, yeah. like, the, the one of the main things that he was arguing um, was that... 
we're not used to seeing like magic and mystical stuff like being magic and mystical stuff like we're used to it being explained through aliens and mm-hmm. we're used to it being explained through testing like we're used to this and that like this is the first one that we're really gonna see like straight just like magic, magic and yeah. sorcery and all that shit and he I thinks that people i don't know if we know that no that's true yeah because like, marvel's always we don't been really know good where it's balance. gonna come from mm-hmm. yeah we don't know where it's gonna come from and We've already started seeing that through Scarlet Witch and yeah. even in Daredevil. In Daredevil, yeah. Now. So, yeah. um, so there's a you know I I'm not sure I, I'm not sure if I really like if I'm on board with saying that yet because we this is the first Marvel movie that we legitimately don't know anything about. That's yet. true. Like yeah. like we know the cast. We know it's going to be Doctor Strange. I mean, like in the set photos. Are those like random henchmen? Are those mindless ones? Like, yeah. if they're gonna go that route, like that's so cool to me that they can go like that deep into like weird comic lore, and like that makes me so excited for this movie because Doctor Strange is a weird character and he has really weird foes, and like for them to just like the way that even Mads Mikkelsen looks, yes, like mm-hmm. it, it, this looks like it's going to be so awesome. And I can't wait to see this trailer on Tuesday. It's yeah. Can we talk about the costuming though? The like, costuming could not be dude, fucking better. Fucking and think about it Everyone's this way: perfect. Everyone's how many perfect. times have we looked at costume really like pictures of costumes and been like, "Oh man, that looks kind of cool." Like I can't wait for to see it with like the like the post production added into it. Like this already is fucking perfect. Yeah. Like it's it's. I can't good imagine to go. what it's gonna fucking look like when you add the like fucking effects into it. Like yeah, fuck. There's it's just absolutely incredible what the, what they've done to like make like these these fucking garbs look so yeah amazing like I, I love it yeah like it looks straight out of the comic but like updated to fit the marvel universe like yeah. it's fucking so badass yeah andrew did you ever read any doctor strange comics or anything no 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 i never did so so no. seeing seeing these set photos and seeing this like kind of it's a weird character show up like in uh, what's going to be a mainstream Marvel movie, like, what is your initial reaction? Just, like, seeing, like, all this sorcerer bullshit. I'm fucking down. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I mean, cool. I, I have no problem with it at all. I don't have any problem with the magic coming into the world. I don't have any yes. issue with anything like that. I think it looks sick. The photos look amazing. Cumberbatch is fucking great actor. Cumberbatch so. is the fucking I mean, Cumberbatch. Well, let's think about it this way, too. Like, it's it would be one thing, like, to it would be one thing to worry about, I think, most... Like, the one thing to worry about most with bringing this kind of, like, sorcery and stuff into the Marvel, like, the MCU, is who's directing it. And I think mm. they could not have gotten a more perfect director for introducing all of this stuff with mm. the cast that he has. Yes. And then the writers, too. Like, I think that he is going to fucking slay yeah. this movie. Like, I am so ready to see him take this movie and just make it happen. Scott Derrickson will well, save us all. Yeah. Well, well and here's the thing. Like... Marvel was able to convince the general public that Ant-Man is a title character. Yes. That is huge. Like, You're right. Yeah. And and what is one of the other biggest franchises in the world? Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry? So it's <laughs> like the general public doesn't have a problem with mystical elements. Like yeah. we've seen we've seen aliens fly through portals in the sky and attack New York in this universe. Like I, I don't I don't think that people are going to have a problem with a mystical element. Like no. it, yeah. 
that like that whole like worry just like is not it it doesn't worry me at all Good. like yeah. there's no like there's no reason to doubt marvel at this point they haven't <laughs> really let us down in a very very long time. iron man 3 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um let's also just say this though too that like, was going back that was to a the while crew, ago that was a while ago like going back to the crew too like ben davis is the cinematographer for this movie and he's done stardust which is a killer movie with magic as a theme he did guardians of the galaxy which obviously we all know is like one of our favorite marvel movies oh yeah ever made all-time favorite marvel he movie. was the cinematographer for age of ultron which is scarlet witch doing her shit all the time yeah. like it's just there's so much to it that is going to be magnified by the crew that the they cast have. And they crew literally they have, have the just... perfect cast and crew for this movie. I, I I honestly think, you know, I'm going off of all speculation and mm-hmm. kind of like my own bias towards Marvel, but like, I honestly think this will be one of Marvel's most serious, like, seriously received, yeah. yeah, films. Like, I think people are going to see this and be like wow this is like it's art. more than a yeah it's more <laughs> than a comic book movie at this yeah. point like it's going to people are going to be looking at it like they look at you know like people are starting to look at marvel as more than comic book movies cuz they've done such a great job with genre Genres, movies yeah but like people are going to look at this movie and just be like this is a really like badass like serious yeah movie this is a movie to take serious like this really? isn't a popcorn movie like this is a popcorn movie that you're really gonna get something like yeah. even more out of like and that's a general public because obviously like we and much of our demographic uh, d- disagree and think that there's something to take from every marvel movie but right. if you look at all of the reviews like there are going to be those snobs that are like oh i don't know about that and i feel like those snobs are even going to be like man that was a good movie <laughs> yeah anything you guys want to add i mean i think we're just all excited and it's kind of it's kind of hard to talk about it without seeing the trailer, <laughs> but just like what we've seen so far, I am I've fallen in love with oh, the production. Yes. We're gonna watch the trailer next week, and then the next podcast, we're all gonna be like, "Yeah, this movie looks like shit." Right? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> movie. It's gonna be like opposite Suicide Squad, where we're like, "Oh man, this movie's gonna suck," and the trailer comes out, we're like, "Fuck, we were all idiots." Yeah, <laughs> I fucking hope not. Benedict Cumberbatch is a douchebag. <laughs> What if it's like it ends up being like a musical, like surprise? Oh my god, I would be even more into it. <laughs> my name is Stephen Strange. My hands don't work in pain. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, for anyone listening, I need you to know that I did not sleep last night, and I'm very tired. So I'm probably gonna sing some more. Um. Something else that we want to talk about is Rogue One. Oh yeah, Star Wars, a Star Wars story. Um, holy shit! The trailer just dropped, and I don't know if I've stopped watching the trailer. <laughs> like Mm-mm. it's like every few minutes, I'm just like, you know what I should do right now is watch the Rogue One trailer. Oh yeah, I am so pumped for this movie. I think I'm more excited for like after I saw the Rogue One trailer than I was when I saw Episode Seven's trailer for yeah, the first time. I think I can agree with that. Something something about it like. There's this amazing retro feel that feels like it takes place right before New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast looks incredible. Yeah. The, the just the set design and the costuming. The costuming, dude. The costuming looks like some of the best costuming we've ever seen from yeah. a Star Wars movie. One of my favorite things, though, is location. This yeah. is the first time I've ever seen Star Wars taking place in like a tropical setting. Mm-hmm. And for, in tropical setting in wartime, I'm just like. I can't right it's like I Pearl don't Harbor. Have, yeah, I don't have enough pants to change no. into. Uh, like, so let's talk. Let's talk Rogue One. What did we see? What did we love besides everything? Because there, there's a lot going on. And Mike actually did a really great trailer breakdown on our YouTube page. Definitely check that out. But 
we're gonna discuss it now. Oh yeah, yeah. What about you guys over there? Like um, Rogue One, fucking go, just go. Well, apart from like the obvious like big standout things, um, like the like the, the AT cool stuff that you guys are gonna talk about. <laughs> yeah, that you guys are gonna talk about. Yeah, something that like now that I've had time to sit with has has like really really come to like the front of my mind is the the way that this director can show scale. Yes. And like yes. Cuz he directed Godzilla and that was one of the best parts of that movie is like showing the sheer size of the mm-hmm. of the monsters mm-hmm. and like the way that he reveals the death star in this trailer alone was so so awesome and yeah. it's just like like showing the star destroyers next to the death star and like just like the sheer just massive massive thing that this is and like seeing the ATATs on the on the beach and stuff like that like it was just so so cool to me yes absolutely like yeah. I, I would say that seeing the ATATs on the beach was my favorite part of the whole trailer absolutely yeah, I want, it was pretty I, fucking I, rad I want to <laughs> screenshot that and put it as like a, like a fucking cover photo on Facebook immediately right? like that was that was gorgeous I have to disagree with you about being more excited about this than episode seven trailer, though. Yeah, I mean, and like, to each I, their own, I, but like, from like, I loved the episode seven trailer and it got me pumped. But something about this movie gets me really excited because it feels kind of out, like it's in Star Wars, but, but feels outside, outside of the yeah. realm of Star Wars. Like, See, and I think that obviously, like, a major thing to take into consideration with this formula right now is, and this is for me especially, like, is the fact that like because Force Awakens was so good, it adds into my excitement for Rogue One. Yeah, like, that makes sense. If, if we hadn't have seen Episode 7 yet and, like, the trailers were lined up, I would obviously be more excited for Episode 7. But, like, the feeling of having seven episodes, like, having Force Awakens in the back of my mind while watching this trailer, mm-hmm. like, knowing what to expect in terms of, like, the team that they've got working on all of the Star Wars movies, yeah. and especially Gareth Edwards, who I fucking love, like, even monsters, like all of his movies that he's that he's done that I've seen, I fucking loved. Like, and to see him with this, and like Mike said, like the moment you see the the like fucking shadow of the Death Star, I literally like my jaw dropped almost exactly like it did when I first watched the um um when we first watched the episode seven trailer. Sorry, dude, we cut you off. What were you saying, Andrew? Oh man, I don't know. I'm just not really convinced yet. Oh, I was kind of arguing about this with Mike the other day. Really? I just, yeah, I, I, I mean, it just looks like. Well, what, what, a movie what about it? What about it? It looks. I mean, aside from like, obviously the fact that the Death Star is a central part of the film and that there are AT-AT walkers in it, it just looks like a movie that they put Star Wars on, kind of so far to me, and I, I'm just. I've been skeptical about these offshoot movies since they were first announced. Yeah, yeah. And I probably will continue to be skeptical about it until I actually see the movie mm-hmm. and make a decision. But I just feel like wow. it it seems like <laughs> this is the first time where I've been worried that the Star Wars franchise is trying to capitalize on something versus just telling the story that's there. Really? Because this is it's branching out from the Skywalker storyline in a way that kind of just makes me feel like it dilutes it a little bit and it I'm worried it's gonna make Star Wars less special and kind of just create this sort of like open season scenario where you can just make whatever you want and put Star Wars on it. The thing though is we don't know if Vader's in it. 
Well, yeah, and that's something that we can discuss. Vader's in it. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously he, Vader's he, in it, but we I don't know. We don't know for sure. It hasn't been confirmed yet, which obviously it's not going to be mm-hmm. until it's at the end. But Vader's like, in it. But like that's the thing is that Vader's that makes it that makes it a Skywalker. What was that, story, Mike? Though. He's going to be significant. We'll see. Yeah. It, it may or may not be. It just seems I don't know. I don't like this idea of like the offshoots. Yeah, it, and it I, really I, I think scares the shit out of me. To that point, I think I, I totally understand the kind of um, what's the hesitation there because like I'm not super sold on a Han Solo solo film. No, yeah, like I th- because that's not a story that they're going to be creating a brand new story mm-hmm. for it. But Rogue One because it was like it's implemented into the the canon of of New Hope. Like that's why I'm really excited for it because it is still connected. But like the offshoots of like, let's make a Boba Fett movie, or let's make a Han- young Han Solo movie. I'm that that shit. Yeah, freaks I see me that. Out. Those ones freak me out that... because it's not like, there's no inspiration for it. Like, I don't know. And you could really fuck it up, like by telling someone like, this is where Han Solo came from, and then you look at the scruffy looking nerf herder in New Hope, and you're just like, I don't like knowing this backstory. Yeah, now. exactly. Like, like you I like ruined this character. Right yeah. My my. It also bothers me. It also bothers me that it's like coming out before episode eight and nine kind of yeah (laughs) i feel like i would feel i would be less skeptical if we finished the actual storyline that we're working on before we started doing offshoot things yeah because to me it's like okay you're putting a bunch of energy into this is that going to dilute what we get in eight and nine like where i want the focus to be on the story that i've been following for my entire life until that story is done. Yeah. Well, and then, okay, go I, off and tell whatever the fuck you want. The but. thing about that, too, though, is, like, I, I, I agree that I wish that it would be kind of, like, after all of that. But mostly because, like, we literally just saw a brand new Death Star and a brand new Death Star get destroyed. And now we're going to go right back to the original Death Star and get see them getting the plans to destroy the original Death Star. Like, everyone's biggest concern that I remember about Force Awakens was the Death Star. And now I feel like everyone's just going to be like, dude, like, we get it. The Death Star was a thing. Like, it's already been destroyed. Like, we don't need to see it again. I hate, like, all the people saying, like, fuck, another female lead and another Death Star. It's like, suck my dick. The fact that people are talking about another female lead pisses me off so fucking much because, like, why? What's the, what's, what difference does it make? Yeah. Like, she's a badass and she adds, like, that, the fact that she's a female adds even more to it. Let's let's talk about the cast, though. Like, Felicity Jones is an incredible actress. Who's my queen. Yeah, she's fucking gorgeous and she owns this trailer. Oh, yeah. The sass level is so high, yo. It's yeah, like, she's fucking This is the rebellion, fire, isn't it? Dude. I rebel. And she's Jeez. like, damn, girl, fire. Straight fucking fire. <laughs> she's hot. She's hot fire. That line is so fucking corny, though. I love it. Really? I love it, Really? I love the it, though. Cheesiest fucking line. It's so cheesy, yeah, but the delivery is killer. Well, I, I, it, feels, it feels like the original Star Wars. Yeah, There's yeah a whole exactly. Lot of really corny lines. And then when when he's like it's like are we are we clear and she's just like yes sir like even her delivery there is a little corny but like I was like it totally fucking makes sense to me and Diego Luna is an incredible actor you oh, have yeah. Forrest Whitaker who comes out of the fucking like that cave looking like Bowser from Mario right. and he's, he's, or like something out of Mad Max you like know? he looks like he, he looks he like makes me feel like we're gonna see a Ben Kenobi in this because mm. like he looks exactly like he reminds me of like somebody that would have been living with Ben Kenobi at that <laughs> just period. Like, they're roommates, like, they're just like, like buddies, tripping like, on acid. Like all they're the just time. like just friends. Like, they're just like all like in a lost uh, lost Jedi homeless shelter. Oh my together. god! 
like I love that they made Forrest Whitaker's eye make sense in this in this right? Star Wars universe. It's like, yeah, no, this guy's crazy as fuck. This eye makes sense. Is that makeup? No, that's Forrest fucking Whitaker. <laughs> um, and the uh, the go ahead. No, sorry. you go ahead. The uh, the character that I'm most excited for. There's like small small glimpses of it in this trailer. Um, is Alan Tudyk's mocap droid? Dude, uh, I didn't. Where the fuck was thing. he? I, I was trying to look. He's oh oh he's in he's in there a few times. Oh, oh like he's in really there. really really split seconds. But I cannot wait because I love Alan Tudyk and like oh, yeah. him playing some type of like mocap droid. I guess it's like he's supposed to had been like an imperial droid mm-hmm. that they like hijacked. So he's gonna be like probably really quirky. And like I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for that either. That sounds amazing. Um, oh shit! Oh, oh yeah! Is he kind of that? that, that, that oh, that's so sick! Oh, he's like a little tall. He's like tall and shit. Oh, yeah. dude, 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 dude! Dude, that's gonna be so badass. Uh, meanwhile, practical effects are fucking on point right, in this in the trailer. first trailer too. Can we talk about Mon Mothma? Of course we can. We can fucking always talk about Bay. Day. It's like I know I know uh, it's Genevieve O'Reilly. Um, she she's reprising her role. Yeah. From Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, still like, like she looks literally exactly. Literally nothing has been done, like changed. Nothing has changed. Yeah. Well, she's she's aged. She's aged perfectly into what she's supposed to look. Yeah. Like. She's supposed to look like. younger. <laughs> Dude. I don't care. She still looks almost exactly the same. And, and the costuming. Yeah, man. The dude this in the white costume, like... White oh Imperial officer God. with a cape. like it's so clean. And he, when he's walking through that, like, fucking swamp thing, and yeah. he's just, oh, Yeah. Oh, like, I, I threw up in my mouth when I saw it. I was like, that's so good. <laughs> that looks so God, good. dude, it's so sick. When he's and walking through the ocean. Donnie like, Yen with a stick, yeah. taking out stormtroopers like a motherfucker. With a stick, dude. That's that's the that's the new Star Wars weapon. It used to be lightsabers, and now it's sticks. Yeah, now it's long, <laughs> polished sticks. Now he's like Morgan from The Walking Dead. I'm, I'm, I'm worried that uh, the general public is going to confuse him with stick from Daredevil. <laughs> 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 possibly even blank from Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> well, he's supposed to, he's supposed to be a blind character too. Yeah. Really? Oh. So yeah. That's what that's what movies are becoming. Female yeah. leads, black people, and blind people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we gotta get all the demos. <laughs> gotta hit all the demographics. <laughs> I'm cool with having a female lead in Rogue One, but I kind of want to see like there's so there's such an opportunity in Star Wars to have a lead that is not a human. Yeah. yeah, and they have not done that shit. That's it's like, very true. I think that would be fucking sick. I want an IG eighty eight movie. Like that's one. That's one character that I would not mind having like a prequel or something about. Yeah, because there's so little about him. Like it's yeah. not like it's not like a like a Boba Fett where like he has like a legitimate amount of screen time and stuff. Right. Like IG eighty eight is like a blank slate pretty much. Yeah, and it's like if you make a prequel about it, it's not going to ruin your thought of him in his. 45 seconds of screen time yeah. in, you know, the movies, like... Yeah, or, like, what's the race that, like, fucking Greedo is? Oh, yeah. Like, I'd be that down would to be see, pretty cool too. like, a, a movie where you have a lead who's from that race. I don't know what it's called. I, well, I would have, not, I would not be able to take that movie seriously. No, Just like that... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they're legit, they're legit in, uh, in Rebels. Like, they... They were fucking cool in, um, the other animated series, Clone too. Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, no, they... That, like... Like, watching Rebels and Clone Wars and stuff, there's so many opportunities f- from those specifically to have 
characters that are not human. Or even like a Twi'lek. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? What the fuck? Yeah. So, it, you know what I mean? I think part of why, I think that's kind of helping me identify part of why I'm concerned about Rogue One is just like, it's exploring the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you have this opportunity to explore something new, but it's still basically like, hey, let's destroy this Death Star thing. Yeah, right? It's like, okay, if you're gonna branch off and look at something, like, really look at something. Like, I think even with, like, Force Awakens, it's like, okay, we're gonna get into what it's like to be a stormtrooper. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like we got something that wasn't really talked about at all, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Well, I think this movie, we're going to get what it's like to be really part of the rebellion. Yes. Like, from from a normal, from a non-Jedi Exactly, Jedi's from a non-Jedi perspective. Like, like boots, I, more, I think we're going to get a lot more, like, boots on the ground type combat. Yes. That's what that's what I want. This. I want to Me see too. a fucking wartime Star Wars movie. Me too. That's always, why I'm excited about this. There's always people running around in the background, but we're usually like hanging out with Luke, just being like, "Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. No, I'm still learning how to harness the floor." Yeah, but then now it's gonna be like, it's like, what what are the Jedi supposed to do? I don't know, but we have a war to fight. Let's fucking fight it. Oh, what the fuck? So that is it is Ben Mendelsohn yeah, in the trailer, huh? Yeah. Oh my god, that makes me like that guy even more. <laughs> He's like one of my favorite actors. Let, let's hope Bane shows up and puts his hand on his shoulder. Oh, do you god, feel dude. in charge of the Empire? Oh, dude, this movie's gonna be so badass. Like, oh. this movie is going to be good. Um, just based on the trailer alone, I'm gonna go say, I, I'm gonna say it's like one of my most anticipated films coming up. It's it's gotta be. Um, oh, for sure, for sure. And like, God, that's such a perfect kind of role. Like, even though you know nothing about it, just the look of it, like that's such a the perfect fucking white cape. Ben Mendelsohn. Like, you, you just look at it and you're just like, this guy is already an asshole. Dude, I want to know more. So <laughs> fucking talented too. He's going to destroy that role. <laughs> but yeah, really excited for Rogue One. But also, I would say, oh my God, that was probably the weirdest part of the trailer. But I loved it. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> I'm definitely getting burnt out on the sirens and trailers. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, for me, I was telling Andrew, that was the most nostalgic part of the trailer yeah, for me. Because in... that's that's the Death Star siren from the original yeah. movie. Yeah, that's so true. It's like... But in the original movie, the siren doesn't just randomly start out of nowhere. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. That like, it doesn't match. It's, it, but, like, it's so like, sick. Because I knew like, what I it was, it, adds it, so was, much to it, it made like, sense to me. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It just, out of context, it sounded like Kevin from Up. Oh, you just fuck it. It fucked with Holy me. Holy fuck. It just fucked with me. That is so funny. Uh, well, Rogue One, let's see what comes next. But um, let's talk about Cat. Rogue 2? Rogue 2. Rogue 2, Rogue, <laughs> Rogue 3. And I, I, I don't want to jinx it, but let's hope for Rogue 4. Rogue 4. <laughs> let's just make Rogue One a trilogy, just like everything else. <laughs> Turn it all into a fucking trilogy. Um, if, oh. Wait, but if Rogue One is a trilogy, then it would have to be Rogue One Two. Yep, absolutely. What if What if Rogue One Two is about stealing the plans to destroy Star Killer Base? Yeah, that, I'm I'm into it. Let's do it. I think it should be an apocalypse movie that takes place on Alderaan. <laughs> Alderaan. Oh. Oh my God. Ugh. Okay. Well. Let's move forward because now we're kind of at the end of the podcast and what we want to do is a quick casting roundup of some of the cool casting announcements that we've seen or are rumored to come out. Um, 
So I'm just going to read off a list. We have our man Simon Pegg in Ready Player One, which is going to be a pretty great, great film. If you've read the book, it's really, really interesting. Shout um, out to Ben Mendelsohn again. <laughs> Shout out to Ben Mendelsohn. He's going to become our new Lupita Nyong'o. <laughs> yeah. We have Finn Jones from Game of Thrones as Danny Rand, a.k.a. Iron Fist for the Netflix series, which is really interesting in terms of a casting choice because I have not seen him in a whole lot. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that. I would love to have seen an, uh, an Asian Danny Rand, but yeah. I'm, I'm a little I'm bit meh. Yeah, I'm I'm a little mad I'm, on that, but I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm gonna be. I hope I'm pleasantly surprised. Again, like um, they've killed all of the casting so far, mm-hmm. so like I think that it'll be a pleasant surprise. It just bums me out because mm-hmm. I really wanted Steven Yeun. <laughs> yeah, Steven Yeun would have been fucking amazing. Uh, we have Tom Cruise, Annabelle Wallace, and Jake Johnson from New Girl cast in the Mummy reboot, which reboot. I love because Tom yeah. Cruise kills those kinds of roles. And all the Jake time. Johnson is, is the perfect the comedic yeah. relief, and he's just so like especially for that era too, like that time period. Yeah, and then we have J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. Holy shit. I, I would love a whiplash, Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> a whiplash? Are you rushing or are you dragging Batman? <laughs> J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon is going to be like, I want to get photos of the Batman! <laughs> get me, Batman! Uh, let's try that one more time, J.K. Especially since or he's going to look a lot like J.J. in the... A um, little bit, yeah. Yeah, he's going to... They they're going to have to work with... I, I hope they don't try to make him look like the typical Commissioner Gordon. I hope they just let him look like him. <laughs> no, they're going to... They have to They have to play it up. Uh, we got Sylvester Stallone cast in... Uh, oh, possibly. Like, rumored to be cast in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We have Which tired... I think is badass. <laughs> yeah, it's badass. Uh, I just saw Creed, by the way, and he uh, he delivered a he was so amazing... Good. We gotta make sure Thanos doesn't get the stone. Uh, try that one more time, but because I could kind of understand yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Groot. I can't wait for this yeah. scene. Yeah. It's just him and Groot talking. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I am Groot. I'm Groot's dad, man. The thing is, the thing I'm is, like that, you guys are joking about that, but that is totally something it's... that James Gunn. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm. I'm. And that's why I, we like love that, him. Like that could literally be his only scene in the movie. Like he's like a Nova Corps officer. I think. Yeah. Like that's what this. Just like, oh my god! Wait, yeah. what if he's a Nova Corps officer like, like Judge Dredd? No, I think that's a, like absolutely what if it's what a Judge do. Dredd. I think like, that's absolutely what themed. they're gonna do. Oh, that'd be so yeah. sick. They're gonna give him the helmet and be like, "How come yours looks different?" He's like, "I am the law." Oh my god! You <laughs> I am Groot. So I am the law. I am so into it. I am the law. I am Groot. I am Dolo. Wait, okay, so the next, (laughs) we have to go over this one a little bit longer than the rest of them because I think that it became a lot more plausible after news that um, um, Batman, after Batman versus Superman came out, that DC's pushing Suicide Squad a little bit to Mm -hmm. add more funny material in there. Yeah, that was weird. I think Tyrese has been saying that he quote unquote still has a shot. I fucking hate Tyrese. um, I do too, don't get me wrong. I can't do that. I, I don't mind him in Fast and Furious because, but like, Keep in mind, with them wanting to add more comedic stuff, like, what if he, quote-unquote, still has a shot, like he's been saying? Um, What if they are looking at him more seriously now because they want, like, a more comedic, um, like, counterpart to all of this other stuff? Because, like, I feel like they're going to try to make Ezra Miller... Ser- a serious Barry Allen because like that's just how he always ends up turning out in movies. I hope that they make him kind of like Patrick from um, SpongeBob. From SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Like I hope that they do a little bit more with him than just make him like a serious like Ezra Miller character. But like, what if they do cast Tyrese as no. Green Lantern to try to add in that like same kind of like charm that he has in nope. the Fast movies? 
I then there's going to be a second to... failing green. Wait, yeah, yeah exactly. That's why I hope they don't do it. But what if they're actually kind of considering it now? Uh, hard pass. Yeah, <laughs> super hard pass. I'd rather put a GoPro in my toilet bowl and watch myself take a shit. Uh, <laughs> Damn, that should have been in the media. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the mid, the soft core hernia. Hardcore hernia. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've, I've, I've never loved Tyrese. I don't think he's a good no, actor. Yeah, I mean, no, he's no. he's fine in like a Fast and the Furious. Franchise, yeah, exactly. But I don't want him touching Green. Lantern. But that's the thing is, what Green if they Lantern try to turn Green favorite. Lantern into a Fast and the Furious type thing? Because they're sh- so lost with him. As I will a make sure to shit on every one of their faces. Oh yeah. I will eat nothing but Taco Bell. I will hunt them down. <laughs> especially and line like, them up especially there's so many possible opportunities. Yeah. That could happen. Yeah, I mean. We'll Green see what Green. happens with that, but we I also guess. have. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna attempt this last name. I'm gonna attempt <laughs> it. Uh, Peter Seren. Oh, Serafinowitz. Oh, I think, I think he got, got it. Yeah, yeah. Is cast as the Tick in an Amazon reboot, which I think is the <laughs> perfect casting if you're not going to do um, <laughs> fucking Patrick Warburg. Uh, Patrick Warburg. Yeah. yeah. I thought do... Patrick Warburg was gonna do it. I did too. That's why I was so disappointed when no! I saw that. But. If there's one person to take over for him, it is like I think that that's a perfect person to come in and do it because like he was he's especially if you've seen um what do you call if you've seen um oh man if you've seen Spy that's mm-hmm. the name of the movie um if you've seen Spy in it like he does such a like he's just he's got a lot he's got really good comedic timing mm. and like Guardians of the Galaxy like he he was like serious but funny at the same time like. It's just, I think that he's going to be a really good, silly tick. Yeah. It just, I mean, just looking at this headshot of him, his chin is wrong. His chin is Yeah, his chin is very wrong. His chin wrong. is way his too chin is very the wrong. Biggest, the chin is perhaps the most important thing about the tick. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's wrong. <laughs> For me, like, I don't want Well, that, I mean, I'll, let's be real. If it's I, not Patrick I'm, Warburg, Now I'm skeptical about this. Yeah. The, now I'm skeptical about this because I was really excited about them bringing this back because I thought it was going to be Patrick Warburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Me because too. like, like that, like that original show is is awful, but it's so much fun to watch because it's him. You know who could have been the tick? Who? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. He's too busy doing Baywatch. All right. <laughs> oh god. Uh. Um. I'm interested to see the Amazon reboot just because I'd like to see the tick updated for like a modern time. Yeah, and modern but viewership. I would love for that to be Patrick Warburton. Patrick <laughs> Warburton. Hello and welcome to Soaring Over California. Hello. Hello. My name's Patrick Hello, and I'll be your chief Smaller flight attendant for this evening. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fucking nailing Do we need to go to Disneyland soon? Disneyland! I'm your- Hey guys, EMZ trip to Disneyland. Everyone's yeah, invited. Wait, EMZ trip to Disneyland. Everyone who's listening to this podcast, soon. let's go. We're just go gonna to pick our... a date right now. We're taking June seventh. No, <laughs> go to our Patreon and fund this trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Daisy Ridley is uh, uh, rumored for another yeah. giant franchise, Tomb Raider. I'm so excited. Uh, I, d- I don't know how I feel about it. I, um, I mean, I want her obviously to not be conflicted with Star Wars stuff. But absolutely like, not. Yeah, I love her and I want to see her in so many things. I can't say I, that she's like my favorite choice for Lara Croft. Well, she's not my favorite choice, but I wouldn't so, mind seeing her as Lara Croft. Yeah. By any, I will not mind seeing that. Either. Hell no. <laughs> so, so like when I heard this, I thought it was pretty awesome. Like I thought it was almost perfect uh-huh. until I saw the Rogue One trailer and I realized that Felicity Jones would be right? the absolute perfect. Laura Croft. She See, really I think, would. I think Daisy Ridley could kill this movie. I think so too. But and I don't want to sound like an asshole, and I don't want to sound like a chauvinist. What? But I'm going to. 
Tomb Raider is all about the dimensions. Well, <laughs> I knew this the newest, was gonna come. Not the newest version. <sighs> not the newest version. Not the newest oh, she version. Said, okay, I haven't the played new, the newest. She version. has a she has a reboot and she's not as scantily clad. Yeah, she's no, she's saying, fucking. I'm not bad saying that, no, the, the assets the assets are not the same either. Oh, oh the well, assets yeah. are not the same. It, like like they actually <laughs> focus on her I skill as a Tomb Raider. Yeah, they actually focus on her as a woman and not just a an an eye candy. The new the new game the new game though for the record is is all I'm gonna say is when I was a kid my parents would not buy me porn. But they would buy me Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just, I, I strongly encourage you not to touch any of the PlayStation 1 controllers in my house. <laughs> oh my Dude. god. Fucking block boobs got you going. <laughs> it's like that scene in Grandma's Boy where he's jerking off to the corner. Uh, when he's jerking off in the bathroom to the fucking uh, Lord oh, Croft fucking, or whatever. No, it wasn't Lord Croft. It was, it was like it? a Barbie or some shit, right? It was like a... It like was a Croft. Oh, it was, was it Lara Croft? Yeah. yeah. She's like all bent over the fucking toilet seat. <laughs> no, it wasn't Lara Croft, but it wasn't a Barbie. You know what really gets me going is when an ass and tits have really hard edges. <laughs> <laughs> the pointier and more harmful looking, the better. <laughs> the more pixelated, <laughs> the better. Um, we'll see. I mean, Daisy Ridley obviously has incredible acting chops, and Lara, Lara Croft is uh, a very interesting character. It is Lara Croft. Yeah. It yeah. Is. Oh yeah. So it'll it'll be cool to see if if it, if she takes a role. It'll be really cool to see how she how she yeah does how it. she makes it her own. Um, and then we have Robin Wright joining Blade Runner, among other things. She's, like, all over the place right now. Um, that's a really cool casting announcement. But I think something that Mike can probably speak to is uh, Charlize Theron, a.k.a. Bay, yep. coming to the Fast and Furious uh, franchise. Mike, tell me how excited you are right now. Because I know you love that. I'm so, I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> so fucking excited. I love Fast and Furious movies so much. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite action franchises of all time. Um, so much fun. I mean, th- this Fast and Furious Eight is going to have like some serious like mixed emotion feels wise. Yeah, yeah. But but like the cast is yeah is shaping up to be something crazy. Yeah. Charlize Theron being in this movie is a direct result of Mad Max. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Because I mean. Th- I think that proved to everyone that she's perfect for it. Yeah. Yes. So. Well, well and it's like, funny. And like the like the new director in this for this movie is is gonna be awesome and like and like I'm sure that the Rock is gonna take a much larger role in stuff now and like it's just gonna be cool. I'm I'm just really really excited to see where where this goes now and like Charlize is a great actress so it's like it, it's never a bad thing to add talent. You guys are on a first name basis now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Maybe you should introduce me. I think that the I think the thing that's funny about it too is that like obviously um you have like the you have the Mad Max um influence is definitely what got them on her radar, but like even Italian job like should have put that put her on their radio, <laughs> like oh ra- on their radio. On, on the their, radio show <laughs> I need to go home. <laughs> uh, put that put their like put her on their radar like it should have already put her on their radar like a while ago. Yeah. She uh I'm I I don't watch I don't think I've ever caught up on the Fast and Furious franchise mm-hmm. but because her name is attached to Fast 8 I want to catch up. Oh yeah, and you I should want to see they how are the so fuck worth they're it. Gonna... They're so good. They look Lawrence. Yes sir. Lawrence, you you need 
You need to watch. When them. I come to say, I forced, I forced Andrew to watch them, he and now he likes me. them. Yeah. Well, like Literally next next time in, I'm in San Jose, um, we'll just do like a marathon. EMZ, Fast and Furious. I am so. We should live. We should live stream that. Yeah, we can periscope it or whatever. Hey yo, what's up? What's up, EMZ listeners? This is what's happening. We're gonna do a live stream of Lawrence's first time with Fast and the Furious, the franchise. Yes! Oh my god, this just got so real. That's exciting. <laughs> levels are going just, like, up the charts. So our, our levels in our recording are software so red. Are <laughs> Anything else to add? I would just like to add yeah, that I, I missed oh, Colin Firth is fucking back. Oh, oh my yeah, god! We didn't even talk about that. Oh shit! Oh, why wasn't that on the outline? Okay, forget because the... that happened after I made the outline. Oh shit! Colin Firth. Is seemingly back. Yes, that they they just dropped that poster of Kingsman that said, um, "My death has been greatly, greatly exaggerated." News of my and death it has, has the been fucking glasses. Notice how I have that shit memorized off of my fucking head because I've stared at it for so long. Dude, Colin Firth is Kingsman to me. Like, and I like love the way that they do He's the back. glasses thing, He's like, back. is so like it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be over. Like, it would be I would be okay with it because like yeah. originally I was like I hope they don't bring him back because then it's like who actually dies like it would just become one of those things it's like oh death doesn't really mean anything anymore in this Mm -hmm. world but like the way they describe it with the glasses like mike had mentioned before and like other people had mentioned before like the way that they bring the glasses into it in the fucking poster like oh my god i'm so ready yeah and pedro pascal got casted yeah and i loved him in game of thrones buddy Ugh. You guys stoked over there? I know you shit your pants a little bit <laughs> when, when you saw the Yeah, I, I, I had to run to the bathroom really quick. <laughs> <laughs> too excited. Reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Uh, uh, so cool. Can't wait to see that. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. No, now no, now no. I can't stop thinking about it. I was going to get all sentimental and say how much I missed sitting shoulder to shoulder, like tight, yeah. tightly compacted in this little desk with Lawrence, but <laughs> you can still, real. Well, you that. just said it. You just said it. It's on, it's on record now. <laughs> Guys in San Jose. I mean, Mike and I sit really close together all the time, even when we're not doing yeah. the podcast. Yeah. So. It's just like a buddy thing. Yeah. You know, it's buddy system. We just, first and foremost, want to thank everyone for sticking to uh, listening and, and, thank and viewing and watching everything. Um, if you haven't already, definitely take a look at our, our YouTube channel because it is becoming more and more robust every day. Uh, we're doing more reactions and reviews. Uh, Mike just slays all the reviews. Always. Um, th- th- we have a lot of con coverage, and that's something that is really near and dear to my heart personally. Um, I love going. Lawrence is fucking killing it. Uh, I just <laughs> I, I love going to comic book conventions, and I love seeing other nerds and cosplayers and being able to interview and and share that culture with the rest of the world. And we really thank you guys for for sticking with us because I know we've been MIA, but this, you know, like we're really excited here at EMZ and we're really excited to bring you like the best possible content. So thank you. Thank you so much. Check out our YouTube. Thanks, guys. Go to um, www.earthsmightyzeros.com for, you know, we're going to have blog posts. We have our videos. We have our podcast. um, And we're just building. We're constantly building. And we want to hear your suggestions. We want to know what you want to see out of us. We're going to have a gaming aspect now, finally, because we, we have people to do that. Um, just really exciting stuff, and we love you guys. So much. <laughs> so, so it's much. Just, it's just overwhelming. It is overwhelming, well dude. Um, but yeah, this was kind of our little little welcome back home, and we'll, we're going to hit it hard and get back on track because we love making these podcasts and videos and content for you guys, and we, we love being Zeros alongside you. Um, 
They, big shout out to Studio 88 for, uh, you know, just always being there, being our sponsor, taking care of us. Studio88ca.com. Check them out. Branding, marketing, great video uh, <laughs> department. Uh, Whoever's just, editing those videos yeah. is toy. Just check it out. Check them out because they they love you too, just as much as we love you guys. Mm-hmm. Cool. That about does it for episode 17. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. My name Thanks. My name was Lawrence, and I'm my here. My name was Tyler. Yeah, and then you guys go. I still am Andrew. Yes. And I am your mother. Oh, <laughs> yo mama. Thank I you am guys. your wife. I am your wife. <laughs> I am you may Martha? not remember me. Why do you know that name? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You I am also Mike. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. And when you dream tonight... We hope you dream of bleeding like Superman. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> stupid. Just give us a chance. We'll, we'll come up with better ones next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love you. Oh, yeah. We should, we should end it with a, with yeah. a fucking... I rebel. I rebel. Look at me. I rebel. Oh, yeah. Suck a dick. Bye. Bye. No, don't suck a dick. Bye. Unless you're into it.